0: Welcome to Mining the Truth with Ray Sturdivant. Today we will continue our series on the end times prophecy. Listen in as Ray begins to unfold the truth. Hi, I'm Ray Sturdivant. We're studying the end times and today we'll continue looking at Daniel 7. As we saw last time, Daniel had a dream that is recorded in the seventh chapter of Daniel. He's given a prophetic revelation about the end times and he sees the antichrist in the future. We'll now pick the dream back up in verse 15. Daniel seven fifteen. As for me, Daniel, my spirit was distressed within me, and the visions in my mind kept alarming me. I approached one of those who were standing by and began asking him the exact meaning of all of this. So he told me and made known to me the interpretation of these things. These great beasts, which are four in number, are four kings who will arise from the earth. In verse 23, Daniel tells us the four beasts represent kingdoms. So we see that Daniel uses kings and kingdoms interchangeably. Pick back up in verse 18. But the saints of the highest one will receive the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever for all ages to come. Here we see that one day those that follow Jesus will occupy the land that God has promised Israel. Verse 19. Then I desired to know the exact meaning of the fourth beast, which was different from all the others. Exceedingly dreadful, with its teeth of iron and its claws of bronze, and which devoured and crushed and trampled down the remainder with its feet. The teeth of iron and the claws of bronze mentioned in this verse about the fourth kingdom show that this final beast empire is made of the same material as two of the empires that are mentioned in Daniel 2. If you remember, iron represented the legs of the statue of chapter 2, the Antichrist empire, and bronze represented the waist which is the Greek empire. This shows that the end times empire will come out of the same region ruled by the ancient Greek empire. Verse 20. And the meaning of the ten horns that were on its head, and the other horn which came up, and therefore which three of them fell, namely that horn which had eyes and a mouth uttering great boast, and which was larger in appearance than its associates. And I kept looking, and the horn was waging war with the saints and overpowering them. This horn is the Antichrist that comes out of the same region as the previous empires which represent the nations that surround Israel. This confirms the ten nations that we have previously identified. The little horn will declare himself to be God and will persecute Jews and Christians in the tribulation. And the fact that he comes up and is larger in appearance than its associates shows his arrogant God-complex that he will express when he goes into the temple and declares himself to be God. speak back up in verse 22. Until the Ancient of Days came, and judgment was passed in favor of the saints of the Highest One. And the time arrived when the saints took possession of the kingdom. Thus he said, The fourth beast will be a fourth kingdom on the earth, which will be different from all the other kingdoms, and will devour the whole earth and tread it down and crush it. This is the world dominance of the Antichrist Empire. As we previously mentioned, Daniel uses the term king and kingdom interchangeably. We therefore can understand Revelation a little better when John uses the same symbolism and uses kings and kingdoms in the same manner. We'll continue to look at this passage tomorrow. I'm Ray Sturdivant, Mining the Truth. Thanks for listening to Mining the Truth with Ray Sturdivant. If you have questions or comments about the show, visit us online at miningthetruth.com. Thanks again for listening, and join us tomorrow as we continue to uncover hidden treasure.